This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the Dort Podcast. It's the Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Razzle Von Dazzle. He is promo code Ron Von D. He is, at times, rookie mode, but he's also a hell of a guy. His name is Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? That was the, you ended that, you put a bow on that so nicely <laughs> that he's a hell of a guy. But um, So nice guy. before we get to the video game news, I'll have you know. Yeah, that you know how uh, a bunch of the dork shared Gooniverse guys are in a Madden league together. Yes, they are. Um, and Doctor Joe Gilmore, back, backcracker Doctor Joe, mm-hmm. uh, modeled his fullback after me. Nice neck roll, lineman mask at all. I and like that said fullback is the leading rusher on his team. And oh, I said, I like that very much. That's rookie mode right there, baby. Yep. That's what, what I would do. Fullback. What NCAA, fullback? NCAA yeah. football. I would create like a handful of us. I would lead the country in receiving. You'd lead the country in rushing. It was a nice little. It was a nice time. Nice little thing. Nice little I think thing. I had when we did our Madden league back in back in the day, twenty years ago. I think I yeah. was leading the league in rushing. I think I had over a thousand yards rushing in six games. Yeah. Well, again, you don't rookie get that game. Yeah. That's what, and that's well, that's what did it. That's what was like. How the hell do you have like twenty rushing touchdowns and over a thousand yards in six games? You're like I don't play Madden that much. I don't, I don't play Madden that much. <laughs> uh, Ryan, here's the thing. You're fresh off a, an appearance on Dale and Keith. Dale was yeah. out last Friday. Fitzy and me were doing the show, and we thought we'd have you on for a segment. Turned out to be an hour, for heaven's sakes, and I thought it was a great time. I felt more comfortable and more myself than I have in years. Good. It was just I. It was like it was like a glass. That's my glass slipper right there. I that felt was. great. Felt great. That was very. That was very nice. We started out talking movies and TV, and then you stuck around. Shine was giving out winners. You you even gave out a winner. You gave out a pick yourself. I did. My mortal lock was the uh, Bills. The Bills. Yeah, Bills. It wasn't oh, like absolutely. Oh my God. The Broncos. And I told you they didn't have a yeah. secondary. There's they no, did and, not. And no. They, they, <laughs> they, they did, did not. They didn't have much. They could have pulled a key to leave out of the booth. That would have been on better. The field. He would have been better. That would have been better. But that yeah. was a nice. That was a nice little spot. Hopefully, we can do that again sometime. You know, my, yeah. I will drop literally everything I'm doing to do that again. <laughs> Every, no matter what it is, I will take good one job. of my kids and throw her in the snow and be like, "All right, I gotta go. We gotta go. Yeah. Sorry, we got we got a thing." So that yeah. was good. Also, our last episode of the Dork Podcast, we did a uh, shared Gooniverse top twenty-five Christmas movies. Yes, so you can go check that out if you've missed it. We just uh, rip them off twenty-five down to one, counting them down, and it's a shared list. So. Let the people know that is not what my list looks like or your list looks like. That is a collective. There's like 10 of us voting on that thing, and that's what we got. And that's so. what we got. I mean, it is it is what it is. There are some things on there that, and we'll talk yeah. about this a little bit. But I think um, we have one coming up. Yeah. We have one we coming might, up. Yeah. We might get to. But that's that. So that's so. Oh, by the way, if you missed Davey's appearance on Dale and Keith, you can go to the Dale and Keith podcast either on wei.com, iTunes, wherever else it is. And it's the final hour of the show last Friday. So if you want to mm-hmm. check that out, we do a lot of dork stuff, so you might as well check that out. All right, Ryan, let's get to the news. 
All right, so this might be a little old hat or Viejo Sombrero, if you abla. And uh, the Marvel and Star Wars announcements that came out during the Disney Plus thing, we did like a quick little Periscope video of it, but we didn't talk about it on the podcast yet. And I would just say with everything that came out Marvel-wise and then everything that came out Star Wars-wise, what is your most anticipated Marvel property that was announced? Well, it's got to be Captain Marvel 2, right? Captain Marvel 2. You kind of walked me you kind of walked me I kind of feel like that had to be your answer. You kind of walked me into that. I had to say that. But I would say uh, this new Spider-Man has me very intrigued. Hmm. And now they're talking about Tom Holland being kind of like the center of the uh, Marvel universe, but I do I will say that um Fantastic 4 has has piqued yes. my interest. That's it for me. And I'm not the biggest Fantastic 4 fan. I just thought no. they got kind of a raw deal. And they are one of the OG Marvel properties. And for all of these other characters to take off and be super popular, I, f- I kind of feel bad for Fantastic Four. Fantastic Four, the 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 they had the two movies early with yep. you know Chris Evans and Jessica Alba, and then they they put that to the side. Then they came back, and the Michael B. Jordan, not his fault, he's the best ever. But that Fantastic Four might be the worst comic book movie of all time. It was so bad. That Marvel stopped making the comic book after that movie. Yeah, and <laughs> that's insane. It didn't make really a lick of sense. No, I was... mean, and I think you got Doctor. The actual Doctor Doom was on on screen for like the last five minutes of the movie. So bad, and like that's one of the great Marvel villains of all time. You have him. You have the property to him. You introduce him, and then you just don't you don't go there. It was so it was so bad, but I'm looking forward to this. I want to see what they do with this. I'm also I am looking forward to Falcon and Winter Soldier, the TV show. Uh, if, they, if it's got kind of like that Jack Ryan kind of um, like secret agent kind of vibe to it, almost yeah. like a Jason Bourne type of feel, maybe. Yeah. Um, I think that would be really good. And they're coming out now. They said She Hulk is going to be a legal comedy. Who doesn't like a legal comedy? Do you remember, I, I mean, Night Court. I love Night Court. You know, your Night Court's coming back too. Is it really? Yeah, the re- and John Larroquette is actually coming back to Night Court. I don't know now, what Judge Reinhold's do. I no, wasn't Harry uh, Anderson. Harry Anderson, the magician. I, I Ryan, I've been wrong before, but I don't think he's with us. I think that's Harry Anderson. Pick, I think that's a pick of the pod. Now I was way off last week on somebody too, so I'm gonna have to look. No, you're up. right. Harry Anderson's dead. Okay, thank you. Well, not thank you. I don't want credit for that, but no, you said who he passed. Uh, that guy was great. He was hilarious on that show. Yeah, Dude, I knew was... my court. Remember Bull? Bull is Bull still alive? I don't think so. Let's I see. Mean, the other the other woman that was the bailiff, the really old lady. I think she passed during yeah. the show, and then didn't they replace her with rocks? Remember they they added another woman. Yeah, Rich uh, Richard Mull, who played Bull, is still alive. Good for him. Yeah, up there getting it done. <laughs> that was a great program. Do you know that that ran for 193 episodes? I believe it because I remember it being I'm like, is this show still? A-? I think I was. It ran. Wow. Until like the mid 90s, didn't it? Uh, it went. It says 84 to 92. Because uh, I remember being like, wow, this show's still on, and I was 10. Yeah. <laughs> this show's still on. Shit. Not, I would watch it regularly with my with the Golden Girls. I got my Golden Girls T-shirt on today. I love your Golden Girls. Uh, this is a Christmas there. present from my mother. That's nice. Yeah. Does it say you're a uh, a Dorothy in the streets and a Blanche in the sheets? 
No, but I definitely no. am. But she's got you got you got <laughs> Sophia wearing her I Heart Miami shirt with a little alligator. Oh uh, yeah, you know that's one of the great shows ever, and a great shared universe too with Empty Nest. Sure is. <laughs> the dog would run through. Yeah, yeah. He's the same Bernard. He's a big bastard. He's he great. <laughs> uh, most anticipated Star Wars thing that was announced. I mean, can we talk about it now? Are we far enough removed from what the the topic du jour? Uh yes. Don't te- don't spoil anything from the Mandalorian yet. I mean, again, anybody, anybody who wants to has probably already seen it. But just on the off chance, we like to keep it spoiler. Okay, free. if you stick point. around for the last, the last, oh, that, um, thing. Most that, thing. that thing, yeah, Got it. that thing, the thing at the end, which we'll get to. Okay, mm-hmm. very good. Hey, Brian, did you hear this news? This is pretty exciting, and I bet it's right up your alley. The Snyder cut of justice league which i know you've been just beating down doors oh i can't wait for it i can't wait for it yeah it's likely going to be rated r because if you're ready for this batman says the f word i mean (laughs) didn't in the in the in the whedon cut in the whedon cut he kind of almost says it yeah, somebody did, I thought. The Remember, he's, like, it. driving in the Batmobile, and, like, oh. the things are coming at him. He goes, off, oh, and then, like, it kind of yeah. cuts. Oh, maybe it doesn't cut. But, but that, I mean, that's what, in my head, like, that's what it is. Yeah. You know? And so, like, like Batman swears. Like, I don't, that's not going to get me in the door, man. Here's here's something that my, my father told me when I was a young man, learning jokes for the first time. And he said. Repetition. And then he said. Repetition. <laughs> and No, he said. If you have to, if you have to swear in the joke and it's not funny without the swear, it's not funny. Oh, I guess like the whole yeah. thing you're going for is like shock value. Like if you have yeah. to swear to make it funny, it's not funny. So like to me, this is pointless. I mean, I know yeah, I want it and I, I will reiterate, I want this to be good. Oh, I hope it's good. I just have a hard time imagining just that it's good. Stop. We'll give it a go. We're gonna give it a go. It's going to be like five hours long. Yeah, well, it's split up over four parts, though. I know, but like, uh-huh. God damn it. Right, I got something. I got two things better for you, though. Sure. You don't want to watch the Snyder Cut, but you're going to have to. But uh, the television series Dinosaurs that used to be on TGIF is coming to Disney Plus in January. This, so we talked about this. I did the news dump. I did the news dump with uh, Goo and Shime. Because okay. apparently, apparently, this is the thing Matt can just like be like, I don't want to do it. He just takes like, he just. He's, I, I feel think like he might be done point. with the podcast, to be honest. <laughs> he didn't do the top 25. Yeah, he's just like, I don't want to do it. Chris is um, he's, he's, I think he's out. Um, but we talked about this. And I, being the old, the resident old of yeah. the Dorkshed universe, I, I'm trying to tell people this show is not good. It is oh. not as good as you think it is. And people are like, oh, dinosaurs with a little, little baby one. It's the most annoying thing. I, you don't like, you didn't like I the show? Hate, I hated it when it was out. I loved it at the time. My dad loved the show. He's got a good good taste in shows. But it's like basically, uh, Goo hit it right on the head. He's like, it's Dinosaur Simpsons. Okay. I like the Simpsons. And I like dinosaurs. It's but sweet it was dino like, action. Yeah. I think this is your problem. I think this is your biggest problem. You don't like dinos of any kind. <sighs> that might be it. You might be like Carl Ever. You don't even believe in them. I do believe in dinosaurs, okay. but I don't. But you, I don't um... you don't think that they're sweet action or sweet comedy. There's now I would say uh Jurassic King uh was it um Fallen Order or Fallen No 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 Order? Fallen no Order. the one before that the one uh Jurassic, Jurassic World. World that was great Okay I thought that was great uh Fallen Kingdom stunk I'll go to my I'll go to my grave with that um, you should get it <laughs> It's just over my head 
Um, <laughs> you, you had a hard time, you know, grasping it. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Yeah, I just yeah. this move, this show. You'll watch it for twenty minutes and be like, "I'm good there." Uh, well, we'll see. Because mm-hmm. you know what I'm going to be watching? What are you going to be watching on Netflix right now? The Happy Time Murders. Speaking of speaking of horrible puppet stuff, The Happy Time Murders is. Did you watch it again yet? No, not yet. I've been. I kind of want to watch stuff. it again. I want to watch it again. I will. I've just been watching so many other things right now. I, I, but I, I'm, I've cleared up some of my my queue, if you will. So I'll probably get in there. I but. think too, I, and I remember seeing this movie in the theater by myself with like two other people, um, pre-COVID, because there was just nobody there, and yeah. I was in kind of a bad mood. So that's not going to help. You that's not going to help me. Mood. But yeah, you're gonna love it, dude. The Continental Hot Sock is one of the funniest expressions of all time. That is pretty funny. Okay, my biggest problem with Happy Time Murders, and I'm a big proponent of it. I highly recommend it. Mm-hmm. My biggest problem is the puppet that acts alongside Melissa McCarthy is not a good, funny character. No, and I think it's weird to have a puppet be like the straight man that yeah. like not, is not that funny. Like, but <clears throat> yeah, like not not only is he. But like sometimes you can still like the straight man. Like, you know what I mean? The straight right. man might not give you all the laughs, but you still like he, I didn't find him even likable. Like it was just no. kind of it was that kind of took it out for me. Other but. than when he's shooting silly string all over the place, that's likable. I can relate to that. Lovable. I can relate to that. <laughs> One of the great gifts of our time. <laughs> so I do I thank him for that, but that's the only thing funny thing he did in the whole movie. Yeah. But all right, let's get to the next portion of the program, shall we? This is This Week in Horrible Rossi Takes. Well, all you got to do, Ryan, is go to last week's episode, Top 25 Christmas Movies, as voted on by the hashtag DorkSharedGooniverse. We all ranked Christmas movies 1 through 25, and Rossi's number one Christmas movie of all time is A Year Without a Santa Claus, The Heat Miser. And the cold cold miser and the heat miser, that one? Of all time. Of all time, better than His Home Alone, Christmas movie, better, better than, than Elf, better, better than, than Christmas Vacation, any better than thing. oh, oh, just Jesus Christ, man. Yeah, that was a hard like, one to hear. At what point? And know. the other thing too, I'm listening to. I lost it. I, I, and I think what I would refer to as willful ignorance or active trolling at this point. Did you see? Well, on Mac and Goo, they did the best soundtracks of the '90s. <laughs> I haven't listened to it yet. I saw that they, because I saw them on Twitter and I saw what they put as their poll res, poll question already. And I was like, yes. wait, of the 90s? Like, I thought they meant like a specific, like of September of 1994. It was right. a horrible list. It was horrible. horrible and like, obviously, I get shit because I'm like, are you kidding? And like, I list like three of them and they're like, oh, like, here comes dude, like Blink 182. Like, yeah. Like, I don't. You're distracting. I don't know at this point what's trolling and what isn't or if it's like willful ignorance like we're doing this on purpose so people will interact with the tweet but i think oh i mean what was their list it was like the lion king oh yeah um, two disney movies right it was two disney movies and I think it might have been like Tar. It was something Phil they Collins. They didn't have Pulp Fiction on there. No, it was The Lion King, and then it might have been Tarzan. Aladdin. Was, no, Aladdin. Pulp Fiction was Aladdin. Pulp Fiction was not on there. The Crow was not. Judgment the Crow. Night. Spawn. Remember those? Spawn's out. Oh, the Spawn soundtrack. That's what I said. Oh, like, what are we Spawn. doing? But on a, a, to to get back to the take though. Yeah. 
this I don't understand anymore how you could have a year without Santa Claus as the best Christmas movie ever of all time. Now hear me out. Yeah. You are entitled to your own opinion. Mm. Hang on. Okay. Oh. Everyone can have an opinion. But there is objectively right and wrong. That is wrong. It's wrong. It's you, that is just wrong. It's nobody's it, it could be your one. opinion. That doesn't make you right. That yeah, is yeah. absolutely wrong. Yeah. yeah. Wrong. Yeah. No, it's it's the it's this week in horrible Rossi takes. He's back, he's back on track. He's back. Yeah. He's back on track. But I think he's kind of leaning into it now. He has to be, right? Yeah, I don't know. I can't tell. I don't think That's so. The thing. That's think what's driving me nuts. I can't opinions. tell. And I think because he also remember we were talking about Home Alone and Home Alone 2 last week. And he almost talked himself into Home Alone 2 being better. And then ultimately, he's like, no, 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 it's not. I was like, you're working your, yourself up to it. He was. Like, hey. and, they, and then we started ripping on Fryer for it. And then he kind of backed off. Yeah, he's like, oh, yeah, 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 never mind. I don't want to be lumped in with him. Oh, Jesus. What'd you do? Can you hear that? No. Okay. No. I just fired something on my computer. Oh, all right. All right, here we go. Let's get to the next thing. It's time for Davey's video game in even if it takes more than a minute. All right, Ryan, what do you have? Well, first of all, what I have is the Video Game Minute. is brought to you by our good friends, as always, at Wild Bill Soda. We are powered by Wild Bill Soda. Go to drinkwildbills.com. Get some lemonade. Get some tea. Get some So You like that black cherry soda. Yes. Get the soda. Yes. Um, hot sauces, barbecue sauces, anything you need. Hot Any liquid sauce. you want. Thank Wild Bill's got it. Use the promo code Ron Von D. Get in there. It's not too late to get it. Well, no. it's, probably, it's probably too late to get it before Christmas. If probably we're being before Christmas, with each other. But you know what? You're going to want that after Christmas. You know, Christmas is over, and then you've already opened your gifts, and you're like, ah, I don't, I don't, I don't have soda. And then now, you can, yeah. soda. There and you go. you're going to get, you're going to get money. Mm -hmm. You know, people are going to give you straight cash, homie, for Christmas. Use it some wild bills. Yeah, send it that way. You can well, use Visa, Visa prepaid gift cards. Go ahead. Yeah. Get you some Wild Bill Soda. As always, video game in power by Wild Bill Soda. DrinkWildBills.com. Now, okay, let's talk cyberpunk. I know this has kind of been the, the thing of the thing right now. but This is intense right now. This is intense. So much like, okay, bugs, fine. We didn't optimize it for our uh, current gen slash old generation, you know, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, all of that stuff. Um, but now, Richard, they mm. are being threatened with a class action lawsuit. Oof. So CD Projekt Red, who made all of the Witcher games, a very well-regarded studio who has never really had a miss, is just in it right now. Um, and this is reminiscent of like, what was it? A No Man's Sky, which came, it, it said it was going to be like this infinite thing and it was garbage. Mm. And they had to basically put, so right now, Cyberpunk is off of the Microsoft and PlayStation store. You can't even get it. Wow. Like you can get a hard copy of it if you Crazy. want. Yeah, but yeah. And you're going to have to wait a month for it to be patched, but I I'm here to tell you. Huh. I am here to tell you right now. I am playing this game. Yes, it crashes. I think it'll crash once on me per night. <laughs> but I am Look, I'm playing through it. I really enjoy it. All like right. the bones of the game it are fun, there. Yeah. It it is immersive. It is awesome. I have uh, I have a girlfriend now in the game. Hey now, it's great. What's her uh, name? The, her name's her name's Pan Am, like the like the Pan Am, like the like the airline. Do you think she gave you maybe a fake name? 
Uh, well, she's been sticking to it, and everyone's been calling her that. So well, she's, some, I, she's something else. I think she's, she's fun. An actress. Um, yeah, uh, but class action lawsuit. So I'm going to have to wait a month for this game to be what it said, at least a month to, to be what it said it was going to be on console. Uh, people who are playing it on PC seem to be having a much easier time, but they're releasing patches slowly, and hopefully it gets better. But I got to tell right. you, like, it's a good game. Like, I like it. It's just... Okay. Kind of a mess right now. All right, all right. Um, my pick for, uh, like I said, on Dale and Key for one of the best games of the year, Hades won IGN's Game of the Year award over Last of Us 2. And people are talking about in the chat um, Ghost of Tsushima, which I loved. Yeah. Um, I will revisit that game eventually on the PlayStation 5 because running it in 60 frames is going to be awesome. Uh, Black Panther, now a playable character in Fortnite. They had a nice oh, little reveal huh? for him where all like the Marvel characters came out and he was standing on top of the big panther. And he hit him with the with the Wakanda like forever. It was that's nice. I, I don't like play that very much. Uh, speaking of Fortnite, there is a ninja skin available in Fall Guys. If you're if you're a big ninja fan, I'm I'm not, but okay. we've talked about this. Oh, thanks. Um, Call of Duty is now in its next season. There is a small map out for this this uh, there's like a two week um, event that they're doing with this much smaller Warzone map, and they just introduced cross progression. So now your progression in Cold War. And modern warfare, you can when you're playing online, they cross progress. So you can okay. play both games and you get the same progression for both. All right. All right. One thing that's exciting to me, and I know this is like a five or six year old game, but I'm really excited for it. Grand Theft Auto online, their next round of heists are going to be geared to people who play solo online. Which if you ever if you've ever been you've ever taken part in a heist with Richard Francis Keith the third, yeah, you know I'm good. When what? we can keep you on task, you're good. All I'm I, saying is just be a professional. That's all I'm saying. Ryan, it's an open world game for a reason. It allows you to do other things, to get distracted. Maybe you kill somebody who gives you a funny eye. Maybe you, they look over at you, they give you a stink eye, you put a knife in their throat. Something that, like that. And that's what you do. You're like, I got to stab them. I'm like, please stop, <laughs> stop stabbing people. We're in the middle of a train heist. Please stop stabbing people. <laughs> But people who play solo, usually play solo like me, that's a good thing for me. Okay. Um, Diablo Immortal uh, Alpha is out right now. This is the game. People were super pissed about this. I don't know if you remember from uh, BlizzCon. They were supposed to announce this new Diablo game, and they told the crowd that it was a mobile game, and people started booing the shit out of them. Oh, I don't no. know if you remember that. No. Um, but the Alpha is out now. People were super pissed about it, but it's getting pretty good reviews, so... Um, if you guys are big mobile game players, Diablo Immortal uh, Alpha is out right now if you guys want to play that. So that's uh, that's all the news that's fit to dance to. I love it, Ryan. Are you ready for the topic du jour? Well, I'm glad you asked because it is the topic of the day. And today, it is The Mandalorian Season 2. Eight episodes that just wrapped up on Disney+. Plus. We'll begin, as we do with all of our movie and TV reviews, spoiler-free. And let me ask you simply... Did you like it? Oh, fuck yeah. 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 Ryan, I got to tell you something. I am in love with Star Wars, and I just want to... I just want everybody to know I want to scream from a mountaintop, but I don't have a mountaintop. I have a podcast microphone, <laughs> and I'm going to tell you. Like, I'm so back in on star wars it's not even funny like i after watching the mandalorian or as i was watching the mandalorian season two i went back and watched rebels which i'd never watched mm -hmm. and i shotgunned all of rebels just like because i know there's going to be some sort of crossover there's a lot of mandalore stuff 
in Rebels. If you guys haven't seen it, it's obviously Filoni who's doing this, who did Clone Wars, that, and this. So you're going to get some overlap. But I'm just like super geeked up about Star Wars now. I'm like looking up comic books to buy for like Star Wars related. I'm just like super excited about where this is going. We just got all these Disney announcements. And some might say, oh, Jesus, that's like a, that's a lot of goddamn shows. Yeah, but if they're good. I'll watch them all, and there's a chance that they're all going to be good. Or, you know what? Maybe one or two of them isn't, and like five or six of them are great. And that's fine. They'll keep going, and you watch them, and you, and you move on. You know? Now, the one that's the, what is it, the, um, something of the Rangers of the Old Republic or something? Uh, the New Republic? Yeah, 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 the New Republic one. Is that the Cara Dune show? I'm pretty sure that's going to be Cara Dune okay. and, right. and Grief. Uh, that'd be my guess. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I just wanted to make there sure are that a few. it's a good it's a good yeah. point. Like there's a few that are gonna run in the timeline of the Mandalorian, and then there's, there are gonna be others that are yeah. not. There's the Mandalorian, Ahsoka, Rangers, and the other thing are yeah. all in the same timeline. Yes. Um, so like you said, I mean, I just they got it under control, like they reined it in, and I think there were What's the phrase? Too many cooks in the kitchen. Yeah. At one point, you know, you have, you know, J.J. Abrams and Ryan Johnson and George Lucas and all these people just kind of like adding these things to it that just kind of didn't feel the movies. OK, the the last trilogy in my head. All said and done, BB minus. Right. Which is fine. Yeah, I, I definitely, it had its issues. Yeah. Yeah, I happen to like them more than, but I happen, I know I happen to like them more than other people. Yeah, it seems as though we got a saddle on it now, and we're like, okay, we have the guy, our guy, in Dave Filoni and John Fav- John Favreau and his guy Dave Filoni are really taking control of this, mm-hmm. and it's what they've managed to do in two seasons of this show, repairing everything bad that you thought about star Wars. That's back. Like everything you loved about star Wars is back. I think what, what happened too is so obviously the original trilogy, which is everything. And that's where all of this is spun off from. That is great. Obviously there's like, whatever, there's a couple flaws to it, but that's, what's great. The prequel trilogy was awful. The yep. new trilogy was again, you can kind of like talk yourself into it, out of it. Like there's there was good parts, bad parts, everything else. But I think what the shows have done, like Clone Wars and Rebels, again, the good episodes of it, the Mandalorian, good episodes of it, and then also the one-off movie, like Rogue One. Yeah. Less so less so solo, but Rogue One, they all enhance the nine main movies like right. those nine movies are all better off because of these shows like there are characters that were kind of you wanted to like and you're like kind of weak but then these shows make them so much better or the famous loophole you know also the death star can just be blown up that way that's kind of fucking stupid well rogue one explains to you why it's not stupid and why it mm-hmm. makes like, a ton of sense and i think i think the mandalorian especially with Filoni and especially because of where the timeline is, uh, whatever it is, five, six years after return of the Jedi, they're going to be able to, I think, make the new trilogy look better in the long run. And what's, what's amazing too. And I know you've seen it. They do that thing where they have the round table discussion with Filoni and Favreau and all oh, the directors. Right. In the season. Yep. And he talks about, was it the duel of the fates? And why yes. it's called that, and, and he, he talked it up from Phantom Menace, and he's like, and I was like, how important it is, captivated. Mm-hmm. Like I'm sitting there, like on my couch, like leaning in, like listening to this guy talk about this, and I'm like, this guy, this guy gets, gets it, it, man. He like, gets it. He's perfect. Like he, you're, we're as Star Wars fans, you're, you're in good hands. Assuming 
he gets a lot of say in all these shows and movies and stuff. And it just came out today, right before, I mean, I'm reading Twitter right before we go on and John Favreau saying that like, basically he's locked Dave Filoni's like locked in a room writing Ahsoka right now. That he's writing. Yeah. And I know you're excited. (laughs) I think that if you were to say the most, that's you're most excited for that. And I, um, and he's single-handedly, that's his character. I mean, that's his creation so perfect. like I mean, it's, he's the perfect person to do it at the right time it's gonna I, be great I can't wait uh did you think and again i love this we're gonna we're gonna get into it but i'm just gonna sort of you know uh attack it from the other side a little bit did you think this season i'll give you two kind of questions was it too side missiony and looking back on it was it too much hey let's prop up this character who's gonna get a spinoff um no yes and no so i do believe that it was a little bit too side missiony early on um i think there was a little bit of a we're establishing something first two episodes definitely were you could even argue like the first three true yeah the first one one i liked because of who showed up but you're right it was also it was was a side mission it was yeah and and, you know the frog lady was chapter 10 right yeah yeah yeah, chapter 10 episode two yep um and to me you're reestablishing these characters and kind of getting deeper into this stuff. So I don't really mind, but the thing is, is for one-off episodes, they were good. They were fun. They made sense like for the characters and like a little bit of peril and all that stuff. Um, So I was fine with it. So I see this in kind of like two halves. So I see like the first three episodes and then like four, the last five are, um, and I, I'll get into it when we get into spoiler. I don't want to say too much right now, but a little too early on side missiony, and yeah. I know um, that's fine. There were some new characters that were introduced um, that were great, yeah. and they kind of hinted at, and then um, you kind of knew it was coming, and then yeah. it did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's that's true. I thought again. I had no, I had no real problem with the first episode, and we'll go episode by episode in spoilers. The second episode, I thought I'm like, all right, you only have eight episodes, and when this show is great, there's nothing better. And I kind of wanted a little bit more of that, but at the same time, I am also okay with the fact that the Mandalorian is this uh, sort of like a western, mm-hmm. and Fitzy and I have come up with the term question, and he's gonna just go on questions, and like that's kind of the character, you know, and like that. That's okay. There, that's going to be an entertaining thirty to forty minutes of him doing. It. it doesn't always have to be. And I think what the problem was, they ended on such a cliffhanger. The season one finale, more Moff Gideon, Dark Saber, all mm. that shit. You're like, all right, let's go, get into it. And then they take their time getting into it. That might have stopped. Like that might have bothered some people. I didn't care as much because um, no, I enjoyed all of the episodes because they were good. Right. Yeah. Now compared to season one, better, worse, the same. I thought better. it was either the same or better. Slightly better. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think better. I forget what I gave the first season. I would probably give this five and a half. I could same. be talking to a six, but five and uh, a half. Yeah, I, hard five and a half. And I think we talked about the Bryce Dallas Howard episode not being that great the first time around. And then she came back and directed one of the better episodes. Yes, which so I think we now have to first of all apologize to Bryce Dallas Howard. Yes, and second of all, I think it's just it's it's so much about what that episode is going to be, how it's written. I think the directors can obviously make it better without without question, but they can probably only do so much. 
And so a great example is Peyton Reed, who directed Ant-Man and Ant-Man and the Wasp. He directed the Frog Lady episode. And also, the last episode. I was going to say, yeah. also the finale. Yeah. Was fucking ripped. So yeah. that's why at first I'm like, eh. So like, I think they can, they can only do so much. We'll get into the Robert Rodriguez episode because I think you could definitely get some like fingerprints of Robert Rodriguez in that episode. Yeah. And it made sense for him to do that one. Um, but it was good. The the old characters were good. They were most of them were all back. The new characters I thought were at some of it the strongest of the season. And it's funny too because the the new characters of this show are old characters other places. Yes, correct. So it's kind of misleading to say like new characters. Yeah, it's true. New. Like if you yeah. just watch The Mandalorian, and I guess if you watch the movies, it's one thing, but if you never watched or heard of Clone Wars or Rebels. There's some new characters to you, but two of the best yeah. characters to me that that showed up here. Anything else non-spoiler that you want to hit on before we go to the episodes? Um, I'm happy. No, 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 because this is. I was about to say something that's a spoiler. So, we'll oh, get, so let me ask you this real quick. Yeah. Disney Plus is already locked into their model, but would you rather all episode, all eight episodes out at once, or do you like the once a week? I kind of like once a week, right? Because I feel like if you yeah. want to be. I'll tell you this much. I remember the episodes a lot better this way. Like if you told me to act, like, if you were like, Hey, do you remember the specific episode of stranger things? I'd say, no, no. I remember the season. I don't remember right. the episode. And I remember I that part, but I don't remember the whole episode, but like this one, I can tell you because we would sort of have a week yep. to talk about it and react to it. Like I can, I can break these up a little bit better. So I'm okay with it. I just, I like that. Some shows do do like the all at once. Like I'm good with that. Like on a weekend, you want to watch a show, but I'm actually okay if Disney if this is how Disney Plus wants to do it, and the fact that they're going to be adding more shows, like great if you put them all at once. I think it's going to be a kind of a cluster. Yeah, and no, I wonder if it leads yeah. to more potential crossovers down the line too. Or what would be great too? I, I mean, there, uh, there's no schedule for this, but what if you had like you know there was a Rangers episode on a Wednesday and Mandalorian on Friday so like you could do well you're going to laugh at me but you could you could CW this thing where you have a one flash, night a week, every night a week arrow, yep. uh like like 5 nights a week you have a show in the DC CW universe mm -hmm. so i'm good i'm good with that all right so should we go spoilers let's do it i think i actually have the i think i even have the spoiler theme here is this right spoilers. Spoilers. how about that I think the best way to do this probably is do episode breakdown, talk about whatever mm -hmm. happened in the episode, what's going on there. And then at the end, we can have some sort of unanswered questions and things like that. Make sense? Let's do it. Uh, episode nine, or I'm sorry, episode one, which is chapter nine, The Marshal. This is where you're introduced to uh, Timothy Oliphant as Cobb Vanth, who's wearing the Bubba Fett armor. And you also get a sand dragon that kills uh sarlax yes sort a of a, great dragon yeah, yeah. so hey and you so, gotta kill this thing and you know save us and then i'll give you the armor because it's a great scene though at the beginning when he goes because he's he's in search of another mandalorian yes they told him they someone tells him they found one on tatooine he has to go back to tatooine because they saw one there and like this little outpost town called oh yeah yeah moss okay. something it was most something most Pelgo, Pelgo, so Plego. and you know, as soon as 
this person in the Boba Fett armor comes into this bar, I immediately went, "That's not fucking him." <laughs> it, like it didn't, it didn't fit right. No, it didn't. I think they did that. It looked like it was like hanging off him a little bit. Like it, oh, it didn't wasn't fit wearing him. it right. Yeah, I'm like that's not him. And then he, but pops I was like, it's cool to see off. it. Yeah, it's great. Pops the helmet off, and Mando's like, "That you are not. That ain't it." And he's that like. And I he'd be like, take. I wanted him to swear here and be like, take that fucking arm. And I said, <laughs> I said it out loud. I was like, take that shit off right now. Yeah, right now, take it you off. Don't belong in no. that. Yeah. What do you think of Cobb Vanth though, the character? I and mean, cool th- name. Timothy Oliphant is t- kind of like a cool customer. He's a cool, yeah. you know, cool customer. Um, I like him in that kind of like the the sheriff. They call it the Mar- the marshal, but he's kind of definitely like a old western sheriff. You think thing we'll going see him on. next season? Uh, briefly, I bet we do. Like, we got Bill Burr again. I wouldn't be yeah. surprised if we get a Cobb Vanth episode. I mean, do we have to keep going back to Tatooine? I'm kind of sick of Tatooine. To be honest, I want to see other planets. Fine, spin go to, let's go to Kashyyyk. Do you go to Kashyyyk? Oh, I don't know. Kashyyyk. Yeah, they got to go to Kashyyyk. They'll go, they'll go to yeah. Kashyyyk. Do you think that the they never they didn't really alluded to this too much, but the fact I thought this is where they were going is because of that big sand monster. They were like, oh, it, like, how does it go in like Sarlacc pits? And they're like, well, it's, it can eat a Sarlacc. Could that have been what saved Bubba Fett? I think so. I think that's it. The, in the books, he crawls out. Okay. Like he gets out of and he's all mangled and everything okay. like that. But um, they were setting that up, though, in a way where I was like, I want that can't be a coincidence. But. Well, I mean, because he says something like there's nothing that can defeat a Sarlacc. And he's like, well, this can like this. <laughs> this thing can, you know, so right. Right. that might have been what got him out. And yeah. it, He's supposed it takes what a thousand years to digest someone in a sarlacc. Yeah, it's a while. So he has a fighting chance there for a while, you know. Yeah, but, you're in there for a bit. Yeah. So this episode was was fine. Like it was good. I thought it was a good start. If you had to give the episode a dork score, what would it be? This one's about a four. I think. Yeah. Yeah. So. It was. It was good. I was like, all right, I'm getting my feet back underneath me again. Like it's good. Yeah. We what a redemption for the sand people. The sand people that they. Uh, yeah. So good for them. The Tuscan yeah. Raiders. Yeah, yeah. You, got, you got them back. So that first episode was uh, written and directed by John Favreau. The mm-hmm. second episode of the season was called The Passenger, directed by the aforementioned Peyton Reed, written by John Favreau. This is the Frog Lady episode, and I'll be honest, like, whatever. Like, it was it was a creature feature, not just yeah. the Frog Lady, but you had the spiders and all that stuff. But to me, clearly the weakest episode of the season. Uh, one of them, yeah. I think, and again... This is where I was like, all right, we need to kind of we need to kind of pick this up a little bit. As yeah. much as I, you know, the frog lady going to the ice planet with the big spiders and everything, I'm like, that's cool. Yeah. Um, but we need to kind of, and I think at this point I was like, we gotta pick this up. It was Would nice you to watch see a frog lady spin-off series. No. If she was the star of the show. No. What it was frustrating. Hold on, let me finish. It's mm-hmm. a musical. No. Okay. Because you can't understand it. No one can understand her. No, I know, but she's got a bunch of eggs. Well, I did like uh, our boy Grogu eating the eating the eggs. That was that, that was that the was funniest funny. part of the episode, which made me think maybe he was Sith because he was trying to put that lady's line out of out of commission. And um, I will say, on. just to direct something at the chat, I know they're called the Tuscan Raiders. That's one of my fantasy football team names, and it's just that they call them Sand People on Tatooine. <laughs> That's why I just use that name, phrase. For God's yeah. sakes. Come on. Uh, chapter 11, the third episode was called The Heiress. And this is where you get Bo Katan, who is awesome. And awesome. Bo Katan is a character from uh, the Clone Wars. 
and and rebels and the actress who plays her is also the actress uh katie sackoff mm-hmm. who voices her on the tv on the cartoon which is crazy because the the way she looked she looked exactly like i think she would have looked um yeah. she katie sackoff was also on uh battlestar galactica and she was on 24 for a okay too. all right so if you if she looked familiar that's why um but uh, again awesome casting um the night owls Right. Right. sick and you get uh sasha banks's debut Coscar reeves is her character it was funny because people weren't sure when when uh she first got cast people were all over the place like was sasha banks gonna play sabine wren was she gonna play uh ahsoka tano like before they got like they didn't know what she was gonna be and so she's a character Coscar reeves who is uh, a mandalorian and in bo katan's crew and what's cool here is again this is the show's the mandalorian but the the mandalores Kind of a uh, complicated history. Well, I thought it was it was kind of like an a side conversation, but remember he said um, Din or Mando Din Jarn was like basically giving them a hard time for taking their helmets off, and they yeah. looked at each other and they're like, "Oh, he's one of those." Right. Like there's different factions of Mandalorians. So like he's what these like zealots who like never take their helmets off, never show their face, and he's they're like <laughs> like oh he's one of he's one of those. Yeah. You know what I mean? So. Um, yeah, the, to me, been torn like apart. That's, that's great. Yeah, yeah. It, it's pretty fascinating. And so then they go on like a side mission, but I didn't mind the side mission at all because it was involving these other Mandalorians who saved him. They're going after Moff Gideon. They're targeting the Darksaber. They're referencing that. That's super important to Mandalorians. Mm-hmm. So real quick on that, the uh, there was a Jedi who was also a Mandalorian way, 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 way back in the day. So they made his lightsaber, a fucking dark saber. Right. And so he was Mandalorian and Jedi. And now, and they kind of get into it in the end at the last episode. But if you have the dark saber, you can rule Mandalore with one caveat though. The caveat is, and we're into spoilers, so it's fine. Is yeah. So this is something from um, Clone Wars is that they talk about this at length. You can't, you have to win it. So you here, yeah, here's the bullshit though. And yeah. this is this is the last episode, but we'll jump into it here because it's when you first get Bo Katan. Is in uh, Rebels, Sabine Wren gives the dark saber to Bo Katan, and now, she is that it. because she's not a Mandalorian? But no, Sabine Wren is. Oh, that's right. Sabine like, Wren is a Mandalorian. Sabine Wren is the one that um fucking uh, Obi Wan almost ran off with, right? No, no, Bo. Thinking of you're thinking of Bo Katan's sister. Yes. Okay. It's all Sorry. very confusing. I'm all yeah. I'm all over the place. Sorry. <laughs> so Bo-Katan's oldest sister, the Duchess, she was the one that like at one point ran Mandalore, and Obi Wan in the Clone Wars is like obsessed with her, and like they were almost a thing. She's dead, and so Sabine Wren, who is one of the rebels in the show Rebels, she's a Mandalore, mm-hmm. but she's also whatever. She's good with like making weapons and all all this shit. She is on a thing helping uh, Ezra, who's this Jedi in the thing. Long story short, they find the dark saber, I believe, on Dothamir because at one point Darth Maul had it. Yes, yeah, you got some of the shit's really worth it, watching in Clone Wars yeah. and Rebels. It's confusing. There's a lot of it, but, but at one point, yeah, what's it? Uh, Darth, Darth Maul, Maul takes over Mandalore, right? And has he's the dark saber. Yeah. Follow him because he has the fucking dark saber. So anyway, they find it, and Sabine Wren gets the dark saber. She actually trains with it a little bit. She trains with it because they have a couple of Jedi in their crew. Uh, but then when she meets Bo-Katan, she's like, 
no, you have it. And at first she's like, no, no, no. And then like, whatever, a couple episodes go by. She's like, no, like you should take it. And she takes it. She just takes it. So that's why in the last episode, I'm like, ah, that's kind of bullshit. Kind of bullshit. Yeah. That is kind of bullshit, but it's cool. I think it's a cool wrinkle to it. I I don't want it to be. Unless something changed. And again, Filoni's so smart that like this, this will come back up again. And I have my maybe she talks about it, but like it actually, you know, I took it once and it didn't feel like I didn't deserve it or like someone, you know, that's how I lost it is because I gave it. Yeah. My uh, John Anderson, our producer on Dale and Keith was saying something similar. He's like, well, if you notice, Bo-Katan right now doesn't exactly have a lot of Mandalorians with her. Yeah. So maybe when she got it, she was kind of like a false leader or something. Maybe. Um, but it's also cool is at the end of this episode, episode uh, three, uh, Bo-Katan tells Mando, you should go look for Ahsoka Tano. So yeah. that's when they first mention her. And so I was hard for two weeks. <laughs> uh, episode four, chapter 12, The Siege. This would to me was like a good, not great episode. You get Cara Dune and Grief Karga back in the mix, and you sort of get that crew rolling together a little bit. But if you are uh, looking for more of the Ahsoka Tano, Bo Katan, Boba Fett stuff, it wasn't there. Not, not in this episode, anyway. But this is an incredibly important episode for Star Wars in general because what they did in this episode was one, they explained why they wanted Grogu. They, why they wanted baby Yoda yep, and why, what they were doing. Right. And so this has led to conversation, right? Because you look when they're in that laboratory, because one of the, I forget the doctor's name, Dr. Pershing. Pershing. Um, He's conducting these experiments and he references the fact that, this kid has the highest M count they found or something like that. Meaning there's midichlorian count and you look in like these test tubes and there's like these bodies and one of them looks like Snoke. Yeah. So like you're thinking, okay, this is where, this is where, why have we never heard of Snoke? Why have we never? And like, this is why, like mm. they're reanimating these people with they the force. Play Snoke's music in this episode. They did. So like, yeah. that's why people are kind of like, Mm-hmm. So this is incredible. This was an incredibly important. What people are like? Well, it's another one of these like throwaway episodes. Like it, it really isn't. Yeah. No, there was more. No, I think after the second episode, there was like they kind of. It was either you know every minute of it, or at least some a few kind of s- clues, you know, for further stuff. So no, I'm good with this. This one was actually directed by Carl Weathers as well. So shout out to Carl Weathers. Carl Weathers, yeah. yeah. Apollo Creed. Um, Apollo- the other thing too. One of the things that that um the ongoing like motif in this is like the razor crest just keeps getting just fucked up the entire, like it just until it finally goes, but yeah, you know, but the thing is just constantly. Yeah. Uh, So now we're halfway through season two and we get on to episode five, chapter 13, the Jedi. This one's written and directed by Dave Filoni. And this was my favorite episode of TV all season long. The last episode was great and rivaled it, and it was damn close. And you could probably go 1A, 1B. But I just, I love this because it was a big risk. You take a character that is so good in two different series, more so Clone Wars, but she's also in Rebels for a handful of episodes or whatever. And this is her first crack at live action, and it was perfect. And they also don't completely overshadow Mando. Because he does some badass stuff in this episode, yes. too. And so we talked about it a little bit at the time, but 
how you have like the Western meets like a samurai movie and just like the way it was shot, the way they sort of teamed up, we get Grogu's name in this episode. Mm -hmm. They also name drop grand Admiral Thrawn for the first time in live action stuff. So I'm like this, this goddamn thing had everything and Mandalorian picked up a new weapon. He got got a new weapon, spear, a Beskar. And we found out that was it in this one that, yeah, we found out in this one that um, lightsabers can't cut through pure Beskar. Yeah, no, you're right. So that that's that's kind of big. But you keep talking about Beskar steel and like how like how important it is and how valuable it is. But you don't really. They never mention lightsabers with it. They never said like it stops lightsabers. But oh. you see it, it which is incredible. Um, yeah. And so, like you said, that opening shot where it's just fog. Oh, you see her move it like that's how she and they nailed it. Like that's how she moves. She's like super athletic, super fast, yeah. you know, and it's just she's all over the place. The double lightsaber is so cool. Yeah. You know, we've really seen so many characters use one. And then when Darth Maul used sort of like basically like the big bow staff one, mm-hmm. that was sick. But then for Ahsoka Tano to use two, just it's sick. And it's the long and the sh- it has a long one and a short one, like a samurai, like a samurai tanto would be a shorter sword. So that's actually really cool. And the shot with her and Elspeth, um, like that oh. wide shot of them like facing off again. It's that's super like all over that. Oh yeah, and it's such that's a so like cool. a, um, what the fuck am I? Seven Samurai, um, yeah. Kurosawa, like shot. You know, it was um super super cool. Loved it so much. Uh, chapter fourteen was called the tragedy, and Bubba Fett. And Fennec, and this is where you find out that turns out not the most overrated character in the history. No, in fact, he is holy shit. Yeah. Now, when people say he's their favorite character or one of their favorite characters, it now makes sense. It now makes sense. And what a perfect episode for Robert Rodriguez to direct. Hundred percent. Absolutely perfect uh, directing. Uh, John Favreau written, but like you said, but like Robert Rodriguez made him look like a badass. Who's like his thing is action. Like he's yeah. an action director and he absolutely nailed it. And I would say the, <laughs> I watched it over that once he gets his armor back, right. Yeah. When he hits the guy with the, he hits him in the stomach and like rocket punches him. That's my favorite part. <laughs> he has the guy in the, and he like, he has him like a headlock and it's just yeah. kind of like, he punches him and just, I'm like, and then like, does that like shoot over the shoulder? Like he shoots the guy like over his shoulder. Oh, without yeah, looking yeah. At him. You're like, Jesus Christ, knee rockets. Knee like, rockets. But that yeah. fucking club he had, too. Like that, it's like a war club. Oh, he was yeah. like caving in stormtroopers' heads. I'm like, this guy's fucking badass. 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 Fennec's badass, too. Like the, the two of them together are badass. But then I love how the whole thing works out. And he's like, he gets his stuff. And then he's like, no, like, listen, like I said, I said that little guy would be safe. So like, we're going to figure this out. And so now yeah. you're like, oh, my God, now they're teaming up. Now they're teaming up and they're going to go get Grogu because he was attacked. Um, but also Grogu on that ancient temple. Like I kind of figured and we talked about it at the time. Mm-hmm. I've been saying we were going to get Scott, Luke Skywalker the whole time. I, I just thought it made the most sense. There were other guys that maybe you could get, but we also know there are not many Jedi around right well, now. Well, they mentioned that too. And I thought. Yes, Ahsoka Tano was like, there's not many. And so if Grogu was going to sit on that rock and talk to somebody, you got to think, between Jedi and Force Awakens, how many Jedi are even doing anything? I would say 
half oh. dozen. Yeah, it's like, like snow leopards out there. There's not many. Yeah, it's not many, and they're alone. They don't travel. They nope. they're solitary hunters. But um, it could have been a couple of people. I mean, some people were theorizing that Mace Windu was going to show up. See, I also, thought he was dead. But again, then again, people thought Bubba Fett was dead. So, yeah, um, Ezra Bridger. Right. I mean, that would have made sense too, but it just wasn't, it wouldn't have worked as well as they, as they did, you know? No, this, yeah. this was great, but no, but this episode was so good. And then, so then I'm curious, cause I know you tweeted about, you had a lot of thoughts after episode seven of this season, chapter 15, the believer. Yes. Which was the Bill Burr episode. Uh, his character Miggs Mayfield is back is super important. He's a former stormtrooper. He's reformed and the blah, blah, blah. They go on this whole thing. And he and Mando Mando takes his helmet off. Yada, yada, yada. What, what were your thoughts? Not now was like <laughs> the one thing I kept going back to is like, not now. Like, I don't need this right now. Like I don't, we had such momentum. I feel yeah. like this was, it could have been if Burr's story when he's sitting there with his like old off his old commander, yeah, like that was, that was super intense. That was a super intense, and that saved the episode. To be yeah. honest with you, because we had so much momentum. We had um, the Ahsoka Tano episode into the Boba Fett episode, and then like we have two episodes left, and it just kind of like killed all the momentum. It could have, and I was like, yeah. this could have happened. I, I get it, like with the story structure, like it had to happen now, but like it just felt like a everything came to like a halt. Mm-hmm. Like all the momentum you built, and I get it. You get um, you get Cara Dune, you get Fennec Shand, you get Boba Fett, you get the Mandalorian. They're all teaming yeah. up. So they're they're doing the, you son of a bitch, I'm in kind of thing. Um, <laughs> and Burr, I thought it Burr was, was good. good. It was good to see him toned down. Yeah, because yeah. I didn't like Burr last season, but you know what it was? I don't think I liked the crew that Burr was with. I didn't love that episode last season. So when mm-hmm. I heard that Burr was going to be back, I wasn't as thrilled with it, but I thought he did a good job in this episode. And somebody tweeted this, so I, I didn't come up with this, but I saw on Twitter, they were like, the uh, reformed Stormtrooper storyline uh, was a lot better with Miggs Mayfield in 30 minutes than it was for Finn. Yeah, and it was someone, I forget who said that. And I'm sorry for, I know yeah. who said that, it might have been Wes uh, Wesley Burho oh, who said that, but okay. um, if it's not, I'm sorry because he's he said like that that story with Bill Burr that five minutes was better than anything Finn got. Seriously, and, and it's absolutely true. Like him, why he le- that, and it summed up the whole character. Cool. Like there was some good action or whatever, but you're like you're right. You're like we just got two of the best episodes, two of the best anything mm-hmm. Star Wars in the longest time. And then they threw this at you. And obviously, you know, there's that end scene where Mando sends that uh, transmission to Gideon being like, I'm coming for Grogu. Like, I like he means so much to me. And like, I'm coming for him. It's a Rambo scene. Yeah. Like, I'm coming. I'm coming to you. I'm coming for you. Yeah. What do you think of Mando popping the old helmet off, though? They'd be like, hey, you got you can't. So he just takes the helmet off. Now. I think I think it's uh, it's just how much you love Grogu. It's good now. Um, I think. You know, having met other Mandalorian, like real Mandalorians, because yeah. he's not, and Boba's not. They're not no. real Mandalorians, so no. they call them foundlings. So, meeting real Mandalorians, I think, changed that a little bit. That's a good point. Maybe uh, the final episode, Chapter Sixteen, The Rescue, directed by Peyton Reed, and oh my god, start to finish, man, this episode oh, was my awesome. god, and I loved the fact because you weren't really sure. 
again, I kind of thought you were going to get Luke Skywalker, but you weren't really sure who was going to be involved in this episode. And when you got Bo-Katan and Sasha Banks coming back, mm-hmm. and when you had you know Car- uh, Cara Dune in there, and obviously Boba Fett and Fennec, so you have like an absolute team. You have an you absolute son of a bitch. I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> you you yeah. The the team is together. And they're going to get Moff Gideon, who's been sort of like this villain. We haven't seen a ton mm. of them, really, in the whole two seasons. And you're after him. You're trying to save Grogu. And it's just so badass. you got the Dark Troopers. So the Dark Troopers. And you think they have sort of a solution for him. You know, Mando kills one of them, sends them all out to shoot. Yeah. And you're like, all right, yeah, that's over yeah. with. Oh, shit, they can fly. No, it's not, it's <laughs> not over with. Um, one, And I think what's great um, about this, too, is with... And people are like, well, you know, Gideon went down pretty easy. But like you found out two, three episodes before, Gideon's not the real bad guy. It's still Thrawn. Like, yeah. th- like who's above him, right? It has to be, is Thrawn, uh, Thrawn's above him, right? I would assume so. I mean, if he's back in this, I mean, I like Moff Gideon, you're right. Like, I still don't really know. And then I would still think, I don't know. Like, is the is the empire pulling or is uh, the emperor pulling strings? I know he's technically dead, but then obviously he comes back in the new Doesn't one. He mentions the new order, right? Does he mention it? I feel like that's on its way. Like, that's got to yeah. we got to be getting close to that. Yeah, I think he mentions the fact that like this new and but he he doesn't call it, like the new order. He's like this new world order or something like that is going to yeah, be yeah 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 the end of um, you're like shit yeah, like oh shit yeah music? Hollywood Hulk Hogan <laughs> Razor um, Ramon but you have this this really amazing moment where you're thinking like all right is there a jedi who, who's going to show up like who's who's the the deus ex machina and all of a sudden you get like it's a lone x-wing like on someone goes like oh great a, one one x-wing yeah, and, do it. and my the fucking hair on my arms went i was like yeah. oh shit so good oh shit like they, i'm like yeah that's all you need one x-wing that's all you need. And then they mm-hmm. absolutely gave Luke Skywalker the Darth Vader and Rogue One treatment. Like, exactly. Yep. Like, almost shot for shot. Obviously, green lightsaber, not red lightsaber, but, you know, appearing in the dark, showing up, just wreaking havoc. And it was just so, so badass. Dare I say, yeah. the best Luke Skywalker scene of all time? Absolutely. And I think, like you said, they did for him what they did for Phil. But if you watch the scenes again, like Luke's like bobbing and weaving, like he's moving a little bit. Whereas like fucking Vader's just like straight line. Like he's yeah. just like doesn't even move his head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So it was it was uh, a little bit different. Just so cool. It did for Luke Skywalker what that scene did in Rogue One. And it was yes. equally as good. I would say that's that, as you said, is the best Skywalker scene in all of Star Wars. I think I, I really think that it is. And that's I mean he's had some other good stuff, but I thought that was the best thing. And then R2D2 rolls in, which that was pretty sweet. You see him for a minute. But here's what's crazy. And so then after all that, they get Grogu. And we already talked about it before, real quick. We talked about before Mando gets the dark saber from Moff Gideon. And yeah. I probably should have predicted this because the dark saber is so important to uh Mandalore. And if you're gonna have a character the Mandalorian, you can't introduce a sick weapon like that and then get rid of it and like have somebody take it and go away. So like, he's going to have it now. He is going to have the rightful claim to rule Mandalore if he wants, because, because he defeated the guy in combat who had had it. 
So my question would be, does Bo-Katan in the next season become some sort of adversary now? Ish. I mean, kind of like a, you know, because he doesn't want it. And he He obviously doesn't want to fight her. He even says, like, I yield. Mm -hmm. But then I I just, I wonder what's going to happen with that. I'm also left because there's that very emotional scene where Grogu touches his face, Mm -hmm. you know, without the helmet on. But then Grogu goes with Luke. And so now Mando, really for two seasons, has just been protecting and trying to find Grogu like somebody else like him. Finds out he's a Jedi, so he's trying to find a Jedi. So now Grogu's gone, and Mando has the Darksaber. So I'm like, what's next for him? Like, What does he want to do? I mean, that's the only thing that I can kind of go back to is like he keeps talking about taking back Mandalore, like taking it back. He had never been, but he had never been there. So it's like, yeah. now he has this response, but now he's technically the leader of all the Mandalorians. Right. Yeah, if he right? wants so it. If he wants it, but I think you need to see Mandalore. And I think it, at some point, you kind of have to... Do you see Maul at some point? I So, I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. I, I feel like people... You either, you've seen it or you're not. Yeah. And he's died once before, so maybe, maybe he could come back again. But there's actually a very disappointing scene in Rebels where... Darth Maul catches back up with Obi-Wan Kenobi in Tatooine, where uh, Obi-Wan is watching Luke Skywalker from a distance. And Darth Maul uh, uh, confronts him, and Obi-Wan kills him again. I'm hoping Darth Maul's not dead. I really hope that Darth I mean, Maul's this guy, dead. This guy's like a cockroach. It was a lame, it was, and it was a lame death, too. Yeah. So I'm really hoping that he, that he doesn't die. But what but, if you got if you got Dathomir and you got like the Force Witches? That'd be, I'd be all in on that. Yeah. If they go to, if he goes to Dothamir, that'll be the best episode next season. Yeah. If he shows up that so, but I'm just curious. Grogu has really become the the I mean, in some people's minds, the main character of the show, but in most people's minds, he's sort of like the, the main sidekick for the show. Could you have if there's eight episodes next season, how many does Grogu have to be in in your mind? One. Oof, I'd need more than that. No, I think he's going to... I don't think, but I think he's got to go train. He's got to go to Luke's school. So here's the thing. I don't think Kylo Ren is alive yet based on the time. Mm -hmm. But will Grogu and Kylo be alive together? They have to, to because if he's going to Luke in the New Jedi Order, like they have to be in the same school. So I also have so, so you remember this scene in uh, Rise of Skywalker where Ray heals? Was she didn't she heal Kylo? Yes. And you were like, uh, wait a minute, they can do that. And then you remember last season, Grogu healed Carl Weathers. So don't you think Grogu probably teaches Luke how to do that, and then Luke puts it in like the stones or whatever, and then Ray learns it from. I mean, but like this is this yeah. is what we've been talking about. Like this is the felony thing that he does. Like he uh, fucking fixed it. Yeah. Like since when do they fucking do that? Like, well, there Grogu you go. Did it. Yeah, Grogu. Yeah, like some force you, users can do that. It. Um. Yeah, it's fucking it's it's genius. So post credit scene, mm-hmm. you get uh, Boba Fett and Fennec going back to Jabba the Hutt's palace. Of course, Jabba the Hutt's dead. Jabba the Hutt is and- long dead. But Bib Fortuna's not dead. And put on some weight. Bib's put on some weight. Yeah, Bib got fat. Yeah. And Bib was there, and Boba Fett kills him, takes his throne, and then it flashes and goes boom. 
the book of Boba Fett coming December 2021. At that moment, we didn't know what it was. Uh, it was determined uh, or uh, told today for sure that it is a series. Mm-hmm. So it's not a movie. It's not like a, a one-episode thing. It's not even the name of season three. It's going to be his own show coming I'm out so next exci- year. I'm so, and I'm so excited for this because, like we said before, I mean, this character's kind of gotten shit on a little bit. Like, oh, he's the best bounty hunter in the world. He stinks. Like he dies in like two minutes. <laughs> yeah. um, and I think Obviously. this is, it's a, he's going to take over like the criminal underworld, but it's also like a revenge thing too. Uh huh. So, you know, I think this is kind of like an anti-hero kind of thing that that's Probably. going on. Yeah. Um, but it's going to be so awesome. It's going to oh be awesome. God, yeah. And I love, I think one of the most looked over characters in this whole series is Fennec Shand who played by Ming-Na, Ming-Na Wen, who's like so good. Yeah, so yeah. So good. And that's a character I would love to see in like a video game. Oh, yeah. I'm with you on that. You know what that's I mean? Good. Where you, you don't have, it's, you know, you know, there's no force users. We're just like, we're just sniping at this point. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, you know what, yeah. yeah, that would be sick. You know what's funny is going back to when The Mandalorian first came out, I remember John Favreau talking about, or it was like written that, yeah, this is going to be like, yeah, it's in Star Wars, but it's kind of its own thing. Not and anymore. Like, <laughs> you have fucking Luke Skywalker. You have a character that looks like Yoda. Yeah, like it's no, it's not. You have Ahsoka Tano. You have both. You have all the men. You have Bo-Katan. It's not its own thing. And I don't want it to be its own thing. Like, I think you can do some of those side mission things and whatever. I'm fine with that. But the all these other ones, I am curious though, how they plan on going like meshing all these shows together. And if that's the plan, I mentioned the DCCW shows before actually Jordan in the chat's talking about that now too. Like the problem with those shows is they would kind of stop whatever they were doing. And then all of a sudden like shoehorn in a crossover that yeah. didn't really line up with like what all the characters were doing, but they would do like a cool crossover and then they'd be done. And they'd go back to it. Whereas this show needs to be better than that. And like, if they cross over, it needs to make sense for like both shows or all three shows. Otherwise it just looks stupid. And it's like, what are we doing? And I was reading an article that basically like the, the only gripe that some people like true star Wars fans had was that the fact that like what all of the other movies did was make the star Wars universe so small, like Mm. everyone's connected. And like, this was a way for it to expand. Yeah. And by bringing Luke back, you made it small again. Like everybody knows it. Like this is a whole galaxy, and everyone knows everybody. Like these characters just happen to cross paths all the time. Yeah, see, like, I think I'm I'm okay with that because I write that off as the power of the Jedi. And like you had that scene where Grogu was on the temple, and he was like, stone. Yeah, he was like calling out to people or whatever. And so mm-hmm. there aren't that many Jedi. And at right now, the most powerful Jedi is Luke. So yeah, yeah, I'm okay with that. That's not the end of the world. No. But again, the, you've you've expanded this universe only I, to in I, one I, moment contract it all and like make it all you know. But whatever. But um, uh, I can't wait to see like kind of what the expansion of this, like the takeoff of this with these four shows: Mandalorian, Rangers of the New Republic, Boba Buffett. Fett, and um, Sokotano. Sokotano. Like I, that's gonna be, and they all, like you said, they all kind of weave together. So, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, yeah I, I can't wait. So season three, I guess my expectations, I already sort of hit on it before, but I think Mando's going to have the Darksaber. He's going to have to either be on Bo-Katan's side or against her. That's going to have to happen. Like it's it's either or. Either she's yeah. like on board with him or like, but I, I feel like her character, because 
correct me if I'm wrong, she's like one of the few characters that got highlighted in this series that was not given a spinoff show. Yeah, so she has to play a huge role in the next thing. And maybe it comes down to the point, like, because she's a legit Mandalorian, and whereas Din Djarin isn't. So, like, maybe she's, you know, kind of a mentor to him, where she kind of teaches him, like, what it is to be be a Mandalorian. You know, like, what it means to... Um, and I, we know how they feel about their foundlings and they're kind of looked down on, but maybe we can change both characters. Maybe, that way. maybe you can, maybe if you can, yeah. if you change, I can change, we could change kind of thing. Here's a <laughs> question yeah. from uh, Nicholas in the chat. Will Luke ever meet Ahsoka Tano? I, I think she has, they have to, right? They have to. I think they have to. And I mean, what, what I mean, a amazing, could be amazing considering her, who her uh, train her master was right. you know anakin so she, and she could that discussion between the two of them about who your father was before you knew him you yeah. know i knew your father you know and that, i think that's yes a really cool moment that would happen now do i'm you also the deep fake luke or do you bring in sebastian stan i'd go sebastian stan they did a good job with the uh yeah make luke look young in this one or Mark Hamill, I mean, but I would I would go Sebastian Stan. He looks fucking just like him. I know. So I also <laughs> that wonder, weird haircut. Yeah. I also think the Obi Wan series that's coming out, mm-hmm. which is going to inv- involve um, Darth Vader, and remember they said Hayden Christensen's coming back for that. I'm super yep. excited for that. I think you got. I think you kind of have to have Ahsoka Tano pop up there once. Yes, she's around. Then she's a much younger, but you got you got to have. And she her knows up. him. She knows right. both of them. Mm-hmm. I would do that. There you go. Okay. But what a what a cool moment that would be to have Luke and Ahsoka on the same. Yes. In the that same. Would, yeah. That would must watch. Yeah. I wonder. I don't necessarily. I don't need Luke again in the uh, season three. Mm-mm. I would love. I would love Ahsoka Tano maybe once. I would love Grogu a few times more than you. I, I need him. So, or at least even an update. They don't even have to be together. No. But I think it would just be nice to see him doing his thing. Yeah. I, I'd be okay with that. Um, and who else? I think Fett's gonna end up going to do his own thing. Oh, Thrawn! Give me, some, give me some more. We're gonna Thrawn. need, we're gonna need him. Although I wonder if you're not gonna mention him and then not bring him up again. Is that gonna be Ahsoka's villain? Like I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. But you again, you can't. You, I mean, we set that one episode set Ahsoka on a path. Yeah, yeah. You know, because we now know who she's looking for. So that's gonna be the whole yeah. point of her series is finding yeah. him. Yeah, you know, because she says like, "Where's your, where's your boss?" And she's and yeah. they said like, "Who like Gideon?" He's like, "No, not Gideon," like <laughs> or something like that, right? No, no, no wait, what'd you say? Sorry, she, who did she say? She said like, "Who?" She's like, "Where's your boss?" To the oh yeah yeah town. yeah, and she's like, "Oh, so and so." He's like, "No, not him." Thrawn. Yeah, to Lizbeth to make yeah. us know where her master is. So yeah. her master was Thrawn. So yeah. I still don't know if Moff Gideon and Thrawn are what their deal is no i have no idea because again it's a weird ending for thrawn at the end of rebels i'm not going to spoil it for everybody but it's a weird ending so you can kind of do a bunch of different things with right. how they bring him back so mm-hmm. anyway i loved it i Great. absolutely loved it let's Fucking get to awesome portion of the program ryan boom boom pick of the all right we like to kick receive defer or you may also defend a goal i will receive okay this week, um, this is a combination podcast and show, if you can believe it. 
So this started as a podcast, but now it's a series on Netflix and it's called Song Exploder, um, where the host of the podcast, basically his whole thing is he sits down with songwriters and, and they talk about songs that they've written and like how the songs came about. Um, which I, I love that stuff. But one episode in particular, if you're interested at all in this type of thing, he has a sit on Netflix, the Netflix show. He sits down with Trent Reznor and oh. talks about the song Hurt. It's awesome. Um, some of the other people who show up in this series on Netflix are Dua Lipa, who I love. Um, Alicia Keys, Lin-Manuel, Lin-Manuel Miranda. R.E.M. talks about losing my religion, which is actually really cool. Um so if you like that kind of thing, like where songwriting or songs come from, uh, it's both a, I, I, the podcast is like 300 episodes in or something. And it's a new series on Netflix called Song Exploder. So check that out. I believe the first time that Dylan broke up with Brenda on 90210, she listened to Losing My Religion on repeat in her room. That's a nice little factoid you had there. Don't quote me on it, but I'm pretty sure that's what the song was. And Michael Stipe looks real old now. Yeah, really old. he is old. Yeah, but he looks old. Yeah. Ryan, yeah. my pick of the pod, comic book. Three Jokers. Oh, you got it. I got it. Got my hands on it. Finally. Nice. Finally. How is it? Quick read. Real quick read. It's only three issues. Uh, written by Jeff Johns. Uh, Batman, Three Jokers. One of the best things I've read in a very long time. I love I that. I loved it. Of course, this is right in my wheelhouse. One of the absolute main characters is Red Hood. And obviously, Batman. You have Batgirl in this. You have the you have these three Jokers. There's a little bit of a lure there. It's just, it's awesome. Absolutely You're awesome. Awesome. Pick it up immediately. It's been out for a while. I was just I was waiting for the collected edition, and uh, love it, love it, love it, love it. Perfect. Right. I'm gonna read that. I'm gonna. Re- I got. Pre- I'm on break now. I'm gonna read. Good. it. Oh yeah. You, I mean, you'll read it in literally ten minutes. But it's it's great. Um, speaking of DC properties, Ryan. Wonder Woman 1984 comes out on Christmas, and so next week's episode, Wonder Woman 1984. Looking forward to that very much. And happy holidays to all of you. This is our Dorksmas episode. What? Merry Christmas to you. Merry Not Christmas timestamp, but yeah. Merry Christmas to everybody listening. Uh, we will have an episode before New Year's, but if you happen to not listen to that episode, happy New Year's to everybody out there as well. Tis the season. Eat, drink, and be merry, right? Fucking right. That's what they say. You can rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes, hashtag dork. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at dork podcast. You can subscribe to our YouTube channel where we stream these episodes live on Monday nights. Just go to youtube.com slash dork podcast and subscribe away. Uh, Davey twitches occasionally. Twitch. I'm back. So I'm, I'm back. Okay. Yeah. It's break. It's winter break, man. We okay. got time. There it is. He'll rip, he'll rip it right there. So uh, thanks for listening to this, this episode. We will be back next week. Everybody have a very happy holidays. Uh, we'll be talking Wonder Woman 1984 next week. Ryan, what do they say about wombats? They got those L7 buttholes, baby. Squares. <laughs>